That's what the word amen means. It shall be so. It's a faith declaration after you have prayed that you say, yes, Lord, I believe it shall be so. Well, I've written a little devotional book for you, 31 days in the book of Proverbs, 31 chapters, and uh, our hosts will give you one as you leave out the door. Please take just one each if you don't mind, uh, because we've got lots of people who want them. I'm so uh, pleased to be able to put this into your hands. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10 says this, the name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous do what? The righteous do what? The righteous run into it and they are saved or safe. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. No, we're not going to do the actions to the chorus. But in England, a lot of people name their children because they like the sound of the name. Or sometimes it's a family name. Or sometimes it's after a celebrity. You know, the... uh, most unpopular thing that happens, though, is if a celebrity gets too famous, then lots of parents go, oh, no, I don't like that name anymore. The most unpopular name at the moment, is, or the three most unpopular names are Donald, Paris, and Rihanna. I wonder why they are unpopular names. But, you know, in the Bible, children were not named like that. It wasn't just about a family name or a famous person or, or they liked the sound of it. Children were named in such a way in the hope that their character would grow into what that name meant. They were named so that they would have that meaning over their life. Of course, our African brothers and sisters and friends have known this all along. Have you noticed the African names? You say, what's your child's name? And they say, favor, God is with them. (laughs) Or blessing be upon them. Or success in Jesus. You know, Africans already know this principle, don't they? Can I hear an amen from an African person, please? You see, and English people go, oh, I'm not sure whether I like that. Whereas Africans go, the favor of God be upon you, that's your name. Isn't that true? Don't you think? And they've known this all along. Simply put though, in the Bible, the the naming this way does not guarantee, and our African friends know this, it doesn't guarantee, but it's a purpose to grow into. It's a promise to aim at and a promise to receive and a prophecy to believe in. African parents go, I call you blessing so that you will be a blessing. Isn't that right? In the scripture, simply put, scripture names are important. They were given as a guidance for character, a description of character. Let's look at my name. Many of you may not know my full name. My name is Mark Gordon. No laughing, please. Ryan. The word Mark means hammer. And so I'm trying to live out the fact that in Jeremiah 23, 29, it's not my word like a fire declares the Lord and a hammer that breaks the rock to pieces. Lord, make my word this year like a hammer for you. May it be gentle at times, but sharp in others. Gordon, it it means spacious thought. A place that is spacious 
that is safe. And Isaiah 54 verse 2 says, Enlarge the place of your tent, Mark Ryan Gordon. Stretch your tent curtains wide and do not hold back. Lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, for you will spread out to the right and the left. God, give me a Gordon year this year. And the word Ryan means clan leader. Leader of a tribe. And the Bible says, be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care. Watching over them. Not because you must, but because you are willing. God, give me a willing heart this year. Let me live out my name. Not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve. Not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. For when the chief shepherd appears, you'll receive a crown. That will never fade away. I want that crown from my leadership, Lord. Mark Gordon Ryan. I'm trying to live out the best part of my name. Now, if your name means ugly duckling, don't live it out. Okay? What I would say to you is, sometimes in the Bible, there's a name that you have to act opposite to. Naomi said... You can call me Myra because my life is now bitter and actually God made her life sweet. So if your name means something negative, live the opposite to your name. But the principle of linking the name with the character of the person is absolutely true about God. His name tells you what he's like. It describes all that he is, all that he can do for you, and all that you can receive from him. Running into the name of the Lord means that we actively press in to his presence, his personality, his promises, his person, that you say everything about you, I want to be in that. And you be open to all that he has for you at the end of this year and the beginning of the new year. So what do you need from the Lord? Do you need him to heal you of something? Is there an unfinished peace in your life? You need to run to the Lord because his name tells you exactly what he's like. And he can do everything about what his name describes. What do you need to press into? How do you need to run into the name of the Lord this year? Running into the name of the Lord and into the tower of his year as we run to him. Let's read together Psalm 23. And I want to just mention just a few names of God through this Psalm. Are you ready? It'll be on the screen for it for you. Let's let's all read it together, shall we? Either find it in your Bible or let's read it together. I'm going to read it out of my Bible. Here we go. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters.
just pause there. Just hold those words on there, George. Now, I want you to read it in faith for 2020. I want you to read it with gusto and aggressive prophetic faith over your life. Let's go from He Leads Me. Come on, pump up the volume. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Declare it. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Can I hear an amen? amen? Next one. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Now declare it. Next line. Surely goodness and mercy and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever that's over you that's over you we're going to read that again a little bit later but the first thing is that we want to say is and it'll be up there the meanings of the name It starts off with, the Lord is my shepherd, and the name of the Lord is Jehovah Raha. The Lord is my shepherd. That God becomes the source and the decider of our nurture and of our feeding and our care. Hey, men and women, professional men and women, women and men, did you know that your sustenance this next year is not down to you? Did you know that bottom line, you have a shepherd in your life and he's going to provide for you. He's going to tell you where to go, what to eat, what to feed on. See, some of you are saying, oh, God is my shepherd. That means he cuddles me in a cardigan. But actually, what it means is, is that God is my shepherd. He says, I want you to eat this here. I want to feed you on this diet. I want to fill your life in this way. Are you willing for him to be shepherd this year? You see, he undertakes this for us and we have to let him be Jehovah Raha. Everybody say Jehovah Raha. My shepherd. I give you permission, Lord, to be my shepherd this year. Amen. The name of the Lord is Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Psalm 23 verse 1 says, I shall not want. You will provide my emotional needs. You will provide my mental needs. You will provide my physical needs. You will provide my financial needs. You are my provider. In fact, when God first revealed this name, Jehovah Jireh, it was in Genesis chapter 22 when Abraham looked over and said, God will provide the lamb. He will provide what we need for our salvation. God provides physically, emotionally, spiritually. He's my redeemer. He wants to provide for you this year. Will you allow him to be Jehovah Jireh? The name of the Lord is Jehovah Shalom. The Lord, our peace Psalm 23 verse 2 says, He makes me lie down. 
Hey, BCC, some of you need to lie down. Besides still waters. You see, the word shalom means wholeness. It means that he wants to put in the missing piece. It's like a jigsaw. That where You know when you've got a piece missing in a jigsaw and you go, ah, that's the missing piece. And you become whole. You know, there may be several missing pieces in your life. The shalom of God, the wholeness of God, the peace of God wants to say, you see that missing piece? You see that missing person? You see that missing relationship? You see that, that person you're longing for? I can place that in your life, but you must first receive my wholeness. You see, if you're single today, two broken people don't make a whole. Two whole people make a whole. So you have to receive the wholeness of God and let him put in the missing pieces in your life. And then who knows? God, as you walk with him, may place that missing piece. You see, your marriage... You see that your marriage is, is okay, but it's been a bit ropey this year. You need to receive the shalom of God where he says, let me put in the missing piece of communication or affection or, or romance or, or spirituality. Let me put a piece into your jigsaw. You see, the shalom of God means wholeness. God, make me whole. Now I'm not saying if you're single that you're not whole. What I'm saying is you need to be whole before you make yourself a double. Can you receive that church? And I'm saying as, as a married person, you need to receive the wholeness of God in your family. What's the missing piece? If, if your marriage and your family was a jigsaw, what is that part that's missing that God wants to say, Shalom. Receive my peace, my wholeness. The name of the Lord is Jehovah Rapha. The Lord is my healer. Psalm 23 verse 3 says, He restores my soul. That He restores those things that need healing in my life. At the end of our service today, as many as, well, everybody, we want to invite you to receive just an anointing oil on your life, a healing touch on your life. It's not magical. It's your sense of openness where you receive that which isn't restored yet, that you receive some healing. In fact, the first time that God revealed his name as Jehovah Rapha was in Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. And he says this, if, oh, it's a big word in the English language, isn't it? If. If you listen carefully to what the Lord your God says and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring any of these diseases on the, them that, that I, when I brought you out of Egypt, for I am the Lord that heals you. You see, church, some healing is, is a walk of wisdom in God. Some healing is learning some teaching so that you can be whole and healed by obeying that teaching. 
See, some of us are not healed because we're not willing to see the decrees and the commands of God and how they apply to our lives. We're saying, heal me, Jesus, heal me, Jesus. And Jesus is saying, as you walk with me, I will heal you. Now, we know that God does instantaneous healing. We know that he places hands on cancers and and things, and, and they drop off, and God heals. And I pray that we have an outbreak of healing in the new year, don't you? And I pray for that spectacular. But I also pray for the process where you say, as I walk with you, I am healed. I am stronger Of course, the medical people amongst us and the nurses, you'll know about recuperation. You'll know about restoration. You'll know about the the fact that sometimes people just need some time. You need time in the Lord, and he'll heal you. Some of you have been struggling, and, and you're thinking, how is God my healer? Can you walk with him in wisdom this year? Place lots of wisdom in your life. And he will be the Lord, your healer. Jehovah Tiskenu is also his name. The Lord, our righteousness. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, if you look at the context of Psalm 23, it says, He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And then the next verse is actually linked to it. Yea, though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death... Some of those righteous paths are through a valley that I would prefer not to go through. And let me say to you, in 2020 and in the close of this year, some of you have walked through a dark path. Some of you will walk through a dark path. But through those paths, God brings his righteousness into your life. Not saying that he had to... Remove somebody out of your life so you could be more righteous. But in that dark valley, he still makes you everything that you're supposed to be in him. You see, the righteousness of God is, it's gifted to us in Jesus. In fact, the New Testament says he is our righteousness, holiness and redemption. That we are are given that in, in Jesus. He crowns us. With his righteousness. When the father looks at you, he says, There's my righteous child. And as well as crowning us with righteousness, he teaches us righteousness of how to live it out. Jehovah Tiskenu is his name, the Lord, our righteousness. Are you struggling on what to do and how to act? The Lord is your righteousness. The Lord's name is Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is our banner. In Psalm 23, 4, it says, Even though I walk through the valley, you are with me. And it is you that is my identity, my flag. Wasn't it a great moment this year during our August celebration where we had all of our flags? Does anybody remember Kathy's dress? The Union Jack, pastor's wife. You know, the whole flag was the dress. And many of us 
We attach ourselves to an identity, whether that's a national identity, whether that's a tribal identity, whether that's being a brummie or a football team or whatever. But can I say to you, Jehovah Nisi, he is my banner. He is my first identity. When everybody else wants to claim my loyalty, my company and all the rest of everybody, before anybody else's, I am his. And I'm going into the new year saying, Jehovah Nisi, you are my identity. And he, as you walk in that identity, you will prevail in all situations. I will fear no evil because look whose banner is over my life. His banner over me is love, acceptance. The name of the Lord is Jehovah and Kadesh, the Lord, our sanctifier. The devil comes against you, and God doesn't get out spears and arrows, he sets a table in the presence of your enemies and says, while they are all blowing hard against you. Come aside with me. Be sanctified in me. Because the name of the Lord, the Lord Jehovah and Kadesh means the Lord is my sanctifier. The one who pulls me apart, uh, takes me apart. I don't mean pulls you apart. I mean sets you on the side and says, you're mine. You belong to me. You see, for the first time that I revealed this name, this is what the Lord says. So say to the Israelites, observe a Sabbath. Set a day apart for me. Observe a Sabbath. And maybe that's one commitment that we could all do in the next year. This will be a sign between you and me and generations to come so that you may know that I am the Lord who makes you holy. You're mine, says the Lord. I'm the one who claims your first loyalty. He's your sanctifier. The name of the Lord is Jehovah Shammah. And that means the Lord is the ever-present one. Psalm 23 verse 4 says, I will fear no evil. Why do we feel no evil? It's on the screen. Answers on the screen. Sorry, it's the next one up. I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. The Lord is there. The very last words of Ezekiel the prophet, you can see it in your Bible, chapter 48, verse 35. Very last words ever recorded by him was, The Lord is there, Jehovah Shammah. He is present with you. And we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know what I'm doing as I go into 2020? I am getting a bit more of an eternal perspective on my life. I'm beginning to think, you know what? God is with me and I'm going to be with him forever. What could be against us? You see, today, I wanted to close out this year 
And actually, I've preached over 500 sermons this decade, nearly over 1,000. And I thought, Lord, how can I finish this decade well for you? And I believe the Lord says, talk about me. Just tell them about me. Just say what I'm like. You see, God wants to be your tower in your fortress today. He wants to be a shepherd to you, a provider to you, a peace to you, a healer to you, a righteousness over you, a banner to you, a sanctifier to you, and always present with you. You need to take a faith step into him today and say, what do I need to heal and to leave behind What do I need to purpose in the future? Would you please stand with me? I'm going to ask the worship team to come. And shall we read that psalm one more time? And I'm going to pause you. I'm going to speak the names of God over your life. Holy Spirit, could we just move a little bit closer to you now and everything that you are meant to be amongst us? George, just put the middle ones of the names of God in the, on the center screen as well, if you will. Holy Spirit, for these people over here on this side of the auditorium, would you now just nestle over them and in them and through them and let them know that you want to be everything to them. Holy Spirit, for our center block, would you move on everyone? And would they know that you're there for them completely as they close out this year? And Holy Spirit, For everybody over on this side of the auditorium, would you minister deeply to them? Let's read this together, just word by word, and I'll pause you at the right names. The Lord is my shepherd, Jehovah. Raha. I shall not want Jehovah Jireh. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Jehovah Shalom. If you need Shalom, just raise your hand. Next line. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Jehovah Tizkendu, the Lord our righteousness. We just read, uh, go back a line, sorry, George. He leads me by still waters. He restores my soul. Jehovah Rapha, my healer. If you need healing today in any way, would you just raise your hand? 
next line. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Jehovah Nissi, my banner. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. Jehovah and Kadesh, you are my sanctifier, Lord. For surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. Let's give the Lord a clap of praise. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. I just ask the prayer team just to come and all of our pastors and ministers and elders. And we're just going to have just a little, uh, just a, a little piece of oil here, just a little container of oil. And just in your time as we worship and as we sing, then what we're going to do is we're just going to just lay just a little bit of oil on your head and we're going to pray that God is everything to you this year. Say this after me. Shepherd. Come on, everybody. Shepherd. Proclaim it that he is this to you. Shepherd. Provider. Peace. Healer. Righteousness, Righteousness. Banner. Banner. Sanctifier. Sanctifier. Always with me. Always. This is God. And this is what He wants to be to you.